You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to the Chicago White Sox edition of MLB.com Extras. Matt Wehmeyer with White Sox reporter Scott Birkin. So, Scott, the White Sox, uh, interesting week, week and a half for them. They go and trade for Brett Laurie from the A's, and it seems like, okay, they're going to enter spring training with uh, Brett Laurie as their third baseman. Lo and behold, uh, just a couple of days after that trade goes down, they then acquire all-star third baseman Todd Frazier from the Reds in a pretty big trade. So, did that surprise you, first of all? And uh, what does this mean now? Like, I was, I assume that Frazier is going to be the starting third baseman. What does that mean for Brett Laurie? Could this be a precursor to another deal? Uh, kind of sort this whole thing out for us. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all because when we asked Rick Hahn when they acquired Laurie, in the winter meetings about, is he your third baseman? He said, well, as of now, he is. And, you know, I, I w- it would be interesting to find out what they would have done if Laurie – I know Laurie was one of their third base targets, along with Frazier and Cabrera and the, the mystery player. But it would have been interesting to see if they could have pulled off the Frazier trade at the winter meetings if they still would have gone after Laurie. Frazier, no offense to Laurie, who is a great addition and is going to move over to second base now, and will be able to play third base when Frazier's at first or Frazier's DHing or something like that those few times. But, you know, Frazier was there. <laughs> top, 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 you know, target with his power bat, hitting well in U.S. Cellular, good defensive third baseman, good athlete, good clubhouse guy. And not, not say, again, not saying anything for Laurie, it's a great addition to have both of them because you upgraded at two different positions offensively. So I was not surprised at all by the addition of Todd Frazier. And I guess the only surprise was that, you know, the fight they had to go through to get it done, and they, you know, beat out a couple of other good teams, you know, going hard after Frazier to get him from the Reds. Now, I'm curious to find out, when the team traded for Brett Laurie, was it something along the lines of, you know, hey, Brett, glad to have you aboard. Don't get too comfortable at third base, though, because we're <laughs> we're going after Todd Frazier. I, I mean, how do you think that went down, and do you think Brett Laurie is going to be comfortable uh, shifting over to second base, where I'm not quite sure what his experience is at that position. I've known him primarily to be a third baseman during his career. Yeah, he played there a decent amount for uh, the A's last year. Um, I think when Valencia came over. But, you know, it's interesting. I think the players know a lot more than we do, clearly. Um, I remember talking to Zach Duke last year, the left-handed reliever for the Sox, and when he was like the first free agent to kind of tumble for the Sox last year before they got Samarja and Robertson and LaRoche and Melky Cabrera, and he was able to tell me at Sox Fest after this is all done, you know, this is late January of this year, he said that, you know, Rick kind of laid out for him, not specifically every player, but when he got him, kind of laid out, the direction he was going to go and going to go in, so I'm sure Lowry knew. And actually, when we talked to Brett that night, he said he was ready to play anywhere: second base, short, third, left field. So he knew. I mean, he this is that he's a good, energetic, another athlete, athletic young kid, and it's not like he's going to go in and say, "I was promised third, so you know I'm not moving." You know, he's ready to go to second, and again, it makes the White Sox even stronger. And that's taking again nothing away from a kid like Carlos Sanchez, who'll be a valuable piece as kind of a utility guy for the White Sox, who was their second baseman last year. And, you know, Scott, it seems uh, when any team in any sports uh, has a bad season, as the White Sox did in 2015, you can go one of two directions. Either one direction is, all right, uh, we're not going anywhere. We're going to tear the thing down and rebuild. Or the second direction is, you know what? We had a rotten year. It happens. Things didn't go our way, but we have a talented core, and with a few tweaks here and there, we can get right back into contention. It seems like that's clearly the direction that Rick Hahn and this franchise is going, and I would think that, at least in terms of the fan base, they got to be pleased that, you know what, they're not just going to blow everything up after one down season in 2015. Yeah, not just pleased. They've already figured out the contractual permutations of how to add Cespedes or Upton or uh, 
Alex Gordon to the outfield, a couple of starting pitchers, another bullpen guy, a trade here. You know, they're ready to push that payroll up to about $170 million, I think. They're so excited right now. But you make a valid point. You know, they could have gone either way, but because of what they did going into 15, you really couldn't rebuild. Do like a Cubs or Reds or Houston or the Braves, I guess, have done a great job of it so far. Really, the Cubs and Houston Astros are the prime examples of what they did last year. You know, full rebuild because you had Melky Cabrera, you have LaRoche, you have Robertson, you have great contracts and great players in Sale and Quintana and Abreu and Eaton. So it's just there's just too much work involved. And not so much work like that they're lazy about it, but it just would have thrown things too far off. Now, after this year, a couple guys come off the books, namely LaRoche is gone, John Danks is gone. So then after this year, maybe even the trade deadline, if things aren't going completely as planned, you know, you have Frazier for this year and next year, then you see what you can do. But I think this was the, the right path to follow. Any talk of rebuild just didn't make any sense. With that said, they want to keep their young guys, their, the guys they have on their three-year board, their three-year plan intact, you know, a guy like Tim Anderson, who probably is slated to be the starting shortstop in 2017. Great stuff, as always, from White Sox reporter Scott Merkin. Our thanks to him for his time. This is Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Chicago White Sox. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.